Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Baba Kama daf Yud Dalid. We are holding on daf Yud Gimel and base. We are at Ammar Mar. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven lines from the end of the page at the beginning of the line. Today's show is sponsored by Dr. David Lander and on his wife and children and Lilian Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha Shalom. And it's also sponsored by Daniel Sadian for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times and Hatzlacha for our soldiers and our captives. We thank both sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So the first thing we're going to talk about is what if an animal damages while it's in the hands of one of the Dalit Shomrim, of a Shawel, a Shomer Sachar, a Socher, a Shomer Chinam. So who's going to be obligated to pay for those damages? Then the Gemara is going to discuss if you're Chayyav for Shein Varegel in a Chatzar Hashu Tafim, if the Chatzar is owned jointly by two people, by both people, are you Chayyav for Shein Varegel? It's going to seem to be a Machlokas Tanayim. It certainly seems to be a Machlokas Amarayim. Although in the end of the day, the Gemara is not sure that it's a machlokas at all. Then the Gemara is going to discuss four different rules about whose property you're chayef for damaging in, meaning what if the property is a property that the mazik is allowed to be in, but not the nizik, the nizik is, but not the mazik, neither the nizik nor the mazik, both the nizik and the mazik, so what are the various rules, depending on who has rights to uh, to enter into those properties. Then the Mishnah on the top of Ahmed Bey's is going to tell us what seems like eight dinim about paying for damage. Damages, meaning we've discussed who's chayiv and where you're chayiv. Okay, now it's time to pay. So what are the rules as far as paying for damages? So the Gemara is going to discuss uh, some of the phrases in the Mishnah because the Mishnah is very uh, cryptic. As the, the Mishnah, the Rashi and the Mishnah says, Kula must see some farish Gemara. So we're going to start doing that in the Gemara. We're going to start explaining what does Shum Kesef mean? What does Shava Kesef mean? Three possibilities of what Shava Kesef means and, and all the other phrases that appear here in this uh, in this Mishnah. So let's begin. Seven lines on the bottom of the page at Amar Mar. So Amar Mar, we had said in the Brisa, Kishizik Chavamazik, when the Mishnah used that phrase, Kishizik Chavamazik, the Brisa told us that means Lahavi Shomarchina Bashol Nosisakhava Socher to tell us the din that if uh, you are one of the Dalit Shomrim and you're watching over a shar and the animal does damage while it's in your uh, Rishos, they can be Chayiv. So says Marwal Hechidami, what's the case exactly? So Ile if we're talking about that the shor of the mashil uh, does damage to the shor of the shoel, the Gemara just picks the case of shoel instead of going through shoel, and Shomachim just picks one example of shoel. Tells Rabbeinu Peretz is bothered. Why? Why do we pick shoel of all the examples? And he says, because that's the easiest case where you know that you're always chayiv, because the shoel is chayiv even on Onsim. So uh, we just pick the extreme example of shoel. So if it's a case that I borrow your Shar, and then the shar that I borrowed from you damages my own shar. So Lemele, why can't the Mashil say to the Shawel, Ilu Azik Bialma, if my shar would have been Mazik other people, you'd be the one that's chayiv to pay because it's your job to be Shomer the Shar as a, as a Shawel. Uh, now that my shar, uh, while you were borrowing it, damages your shar, I should have to be the one to pay. That doesn't make any sense. I'm obviously Potter, meaning if you borrow my shar, whatever happened, whatever my shard does during that time, I'm not responsible to pay. I don't care whether it damages someone else's shard, whether it damages your shard, whatever my shard does, when you're the one that's supposed to be watching it, I'm going to be potter. Ella, so the case must be the opposite. That the Shoel shard damaged the Mashil shard. So I borrowed your shard, and then my own shard damaged the shard that I borrowed from you. And the Mishnah is being Mechadish, that the Shoel is Chayiv to 
pay the mashil for the uh, for the short. So the Gemara rejects that as well because the Brisa says that one of my chayiv that a short time is mashalim chazi nezek and only a short muad is mashalim nezek shalim. But lemalei can't the mashil say to the shor, wait a second, you borrowed my shor and now the shor is gone, now it's dead. So ilu itzik me'alma, if it was uh, was damaged by someone else, by some random third party, you would be chayiv to pay me nezek shalim because I lent it to you and the shovel is chayiv even in onsin. So even if it was something that was unexpected, that was out of the ordinary, you'd be chayiv to fully reimburse me. And what? Now because it was your shor that did the damage? You can only pay me chatzin nezek? That doesn't make any sense. So says Let's go back to the first possibility. It was the mashil shor that damaged the shovel's shor. Uh, the, uh, and, and, and that which we asked, that the mashil should be potter, because the shovel is the one that has to be shomer the shor that it shouldn't damage. We're talking about a unique arrangement over here, where the shovel was makabel to guard the, uh, the, the shor that he was borrowing, borrowing, that it shouldn't get hurt, that it shouldn't get damaged. And if anything happens to it, he will be responsible. But, he was never makabel to watch it that it shouldn't do damage to others. And Mimele, the Chiv, to guard over that shor that it shouldn't do damage uh, is, uh, is the, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the Chiv to guard that shor that it shouldn't do damage and the Chiv Tashlumim, if it does damage, stays with the original owner because the Shomer never accepted that responsibility. So now that it damaged the shor of the Shoel, the Bala shor has to pay whatever the normal payment is, which is for a, for a Tam, it's Chatzin Nezek, and for a Muad, it's Nezek Shalim. There is a Machlokas in the Rishonim, meaning is this uh, this Ukimta, that the case is that I accepted upon myself to watch your shore that it shouldn't get hurt when I'm borrowing it, but not that it shouldn't hurt others. So is that like a standard agreement or is that uh, is that an unusual agreement? Meaning, does a Shomer need to be Makabal on himself, Beferish, that he's being Shomer, the shore of the Mafkid, that it shouldn't do damage to others? So the Rush writes that the Shmir of the shore that it shouldn't damage other, uh, others is incorporated in the regular Shmir that you have to do for a shore when you borrow it. That's not a uh, that's not something unique that you accept upon yourself. And uh, over here, the Chiddush is that he dafka made it tonight that he's not responsible for it. But normally, of course, he'd be responsible. Magen Mishra says that's also the Shittas HaRashba and the Shittas HaRambam. The Ravid in Hilchus Niske Mamun, Perek Dalet, Allah Chayud, however, disagrees with the Rambam. And he says that it's not included in the Chiyuvei Shmir Sashar, and you need a specific Ischaivus to be Shomer the Shor that it shouldn't be Mazik Acherim. That in a standard uh, borrowing agreement, I am not accepting upon myself the responsibility of what your shor is going to do to others. So that's uh, that's something that would have to be accepted, and therefore when Armish says it wasn't accepted, it simply wasn't accepted. This was a standard uh, agreement. That's the uh, the mechudash the, tikashita the of the uh, of the Ravid. Tulsus raises the question that if the Shawal was not Makabel uh, on, on himself to be Shomer the Shar of the Mashil that it shouldn't damage others so then it's possible that the, that the Mashil is Mashalim Nizke Behemto like any other Shar Mazik that it's Tam Chatzi Nezik Mu Nezik Shalim I mean what's the Chiddush if, uh, if the Shavuot never accepted responsibility so obviously that responsibility remains with the Mashil so Tulsa suggests that there's Makom to have argued that the Shavuot is Makabal on himself only that he shouldn't have to pay um, the, if the Shar of the Mashil damages other people's property but it could be his Kav 
kavana was to guard the shar of the mashil that at least it shouldn't damage his own shar. Meaning, when I said I'm not going to take responsibility for damages that your shar does, the havamina is that I meant for damages that your shar does to other people. But of course, I'm taking responsibility for damages that your shar does. To me, I'm not expecting you to, uh, to have to pay me when you're doing me the favor of, of, of lending me your shard. So that's the Kamash Milan that no, when he doesn't take responsibility of damage that this borrowed shard does, he takes zero responsibility, even Klape Atzmo. That's what Tulsa understands. So it says in Mar if that's the case that the Bryce is dealing with, that you were not makabal on yourself, Shmiras Nizakov, the Shmira of damages that this shard will do, Ema Seifa, well then the Seifa of the Bryce says, Nifritzabalaila. If the mechitza that was guarding this shor came came down in the middle of the night, or bandits came and knocked and, and opened up the, uh, the 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 door to allow the shor out, the of izika, and then it went out and did damage. Potter, the sefer says, you potter the shomer's potter from pain. So it sounds like only if it was nifritz abalayli's potter habayom, but if it was nifritz abayom, chayiv the shomer is chayiv in uh, paying for the damages that this behema did. But hello, of shmiras nizakov. What do you mean he's chayiv? He, there should be no case where the shawl is going to be high for the damage done by this animal, he was not macabre upon himself to, to, to guard it from any uh, from, from doing any damage. So uh, the, the, uh, the, the Rishonim raised the question, maybe the Bryson means Taka that the mashil is going to be chayiv that the shomer is not mekabel any shmiras and zakav. Uh, so like we said that uh, he's, he's not responsible for any of that. So maybe that's good for what the price meant that when we say that you're going to be chayiv if it was a nifritz abiyom you'd be chayiv. It means the mashil is going to be chayiv if it's nifritz if it's nifritz abiyom. So the Rashba Tosa Rush and Rabbeinu Peret suggest that legabi the mashil it shouldn't make any difference whether it was nifritz abiyom or nifritz abalayla. What's the whole svara to be mechalik between nifritz abalayla and nifritz abiyom? Is a nifritz abalayla I had no idea that the fence came down. I had no way of knowing because it was the middle of the night. But Bayom, I'm always looking over my properties and seeing what I have Bayom, and uh, therefore I should have been aware when something happened Bayom. Well, the Mashil, it's not even in his property. He has no reason to know one way or the other. So it can't be that we're talking about the Mashil. The Raivid is quoted in Shittim says that the Mashil is always going to be Chayiv, whether it's Nefetziyom or Nefetziyom, because the Shomer was not Makabal to be Shomer this Behema that it shouldn't do damage. So it's as if he left it without any Shmira. So of course, if you leave it without any shmir, you're going to be chayv, meaning I gave my animal to somebody who I know will not watch it, so me, that it shouldn't damage. So Mela, I'm always going to be chayv. So it's two opposite directions that the Rishonim take, right? The Rashba, the Rashba, the Rashba, said that the Mashal should always be Pater, because it was never his responsibility to know when the uh, wall was Nifretz. But the Ravid understands, no, the Mashal is always going to be chayv, because he never, he, he left it without any real shmira. Right? The Gemara answers, this is what it means to say, of meaning when we say the seifa of this brisa, we're switching the case. Meaning the ratio of the brisa was talking about where I was makabel that that I will guard your shard that it shouldn't get hurt, but I was not makabel to guard your shard that it shouldn't damage others. Then we say and if I was makabel to even guard it that it shouldn't damage others and then the, the shor of the mashal went and gored other shvarim uh, then the shomer has to pay um, but even in such a case where he's in the makabel to, to be shomer on himself the shmir but even in such a case where I was makabel that, uh, that I'm responsible for any damages that it does but if it's a nifritz of or a listim 
and then it did damage, then it would be potter. So the Gemara asks from the Brisa on Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar says, holds there's no chiyav on this case, Shein Beregel, in a chatzar ashutafim. So now the Gemara moves to that topic. Aini, is that really the din that there's no chiyav Shein Beregel in a chatzar that's owned jointly? Vahatani Rav Yosef, but didn't Rav Yosef teach us? A brisa that said that chutzar shutafim ve'apundak. If you have a chutzar shutafim or you have a pundak, a uh, an inn, and uh, one of the sh- the shor of one of the shutafim or one of the guests damages the shor of the other shutaf or the other guest, chayv ben al shein regel. You're chayv for shein and regel, and that's not considered to be rishus harabim where you'd be potter for shein for regel because only shutafim or 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 orchim are allowed to be there. So it's not a rishus harabim; it's a rishus yachid, and therefore you can be chayv. But that price is a kasha of Rebbe Lazar because Rebbe had said that Shane Varegel are potter in a chatzar hashu tafim. So over here you see that your chayiv tells us, points out the Gemara could have just said that this price is talking about a case, talking about a place where there's no resource for the mazik uh, to bring his shar nor his payros, but the nizik was allowed to bring his payros there. And mainly, even though there's shutafim in the chatzar, Rebbe Lazar would be moda in such a case that the mazik is chayiv because he brought his shar in there, shalobi resource, and the chatzar was miyuchat for the payros of the nizik. So therefore it's considered. Stay acher, um, but uh, the Rashba writes that the Gemara doesn't want to give this answer because the Chatzar Shutafim and Pundak are mentioned together. So it's Mestaber that just like in a Pundak, they're both allowed to bring their payrolls. So too, the Chatzar Shutafim that we're talking about must be a place where they're both allowed to bring their payrolls. So the Gemara asks Yuftaz Rebbe Lazar that over here in this price it seems to say that in a Chatzar Hashutafim uh, you're chayiv for Shein Veregel, and yet Rebbe Lazar said you're potter for Shein Veregel. So I'm like Rebbe Lazar. Rebbe Lazar would. Respond. What you think that uh, that there's not a machlokas in brises? You're coming to attack me because you have a brisa that goes against me. There's a brisa that supports me as well. Vatanya, there's another brisa. That there are four rules that Rabbi Shimon Lazar gave about damages in different types of properties. Let's say you have a property. Rule number one: You have a property that the nizik is allowed to be there and the mazik is not allowed to be there. Well, then chayiv bakol. Then uh, the mazik is chayiv in everything. The mazik trespassed. He had no right to be there, even on Karen, uh, on the Karen Tam. He'd be chayiv nezik shalem. He had no right to be there. He's going to have to pay for all damages. Meaning, my animal trespasses into your field where your stuff. You're allowed to do whatever you want in your field. You're allowed to keep whatever uh, items you want out in your field. My animal trespasses and does damage. Of course, I'm bichayv nezik shalem. Klal number two, demazik nizik. Let's say it's my field and my animals running around and doing its thing in my field, and you have no right to be there. And then you bring your shar into my field, and my animal, my watchdog, takes care of it. So potter me called, and the mazik is absolutely potter because you shouldn't have trespassed into my property. Klal number three, loze viloze. If they both have rights to be there, kigon chotzer hashu tafim. This is the key line. Such as a chotzer hashu tafim or a place where uh, everyone goes. To allow their, uh, their 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 flocks to graze, potter ba al hashen regel. You're potter for shen v'regel because it's not a rishus that's miyuchad for the nizik, so it's not considered stay acher. The Torah says you chay for shen v'regel and stay acher, but if it's not miyuchad for the nizik, it's not called stay acher. But al anigicha v'al anigifa v'al anishicha v'al revitza v'al biita tamishal chatzinazik mumishal nezik shalim. But any purposeful intent to damage type of act where it kicks and it tramples and it 
scores and it does those things. So then you follow the regular dinim of Tam and Muad. Then the fourth klal is Lolazeh Velolazeh. What if neither of them have Roshos to enter there? Kigon Chatzar She'en Oshel Shnehem. It's a Chatzar belongs to neither of them. Chayv Bal Hashem V'Yala Regel the Chayv for Shem V'Regel but Ala Negichav Ala Neshichav Ala Negichav Ala Ritzav Ala Be'itza Tam Shalim Chatzar Nezik Mishalim Nezik Shalim Then you follow the normal dinim of Karen with Chatzar Nezik and Nezik Shalim Okay, but Katani Mihas Let's go back to that third rule We said Chatzar Ashutav V'Abeka Patrba ala shein ala regel. So Rabbi Lazar says, "You see, a brisa that says that you patr shein regel and a chatzar ashutafim that goes against the brisa of Rav Yosef that you thought uh, was gonna was gonna do me in. Here I have a brisa that supports me." So the Gemara explains that according to Rabbi Lazar. The Brysas disagree with each other, and therefore he passes like the second Brysa. However, it could be that the Brysas don't disagree with each other. Kasha Adadi. On the surface, it seems that there's a stira between the two Brysas. That Rav Yosef brought a Brysa that said that you're Chayim and Shein Varegel and Chatzra Shutafim, and Rabbi Shem Ben Lazar is, is brought by, to support Rabbi Lazar that you're Potter on Shein Varegel and Chatzra Shutafim. So answers Gemara, not so fast. Kitan Yahi, when it says in the Brysa of Rabbi Shem Ben Lazar that you're Potter on that's that's designated for both the mazik and the nizik Bain the peros, bain the shvarim. That they're both allowed to bring whatever they want into that chazer. And since they're both allowed to bring their peros, and they're both both allowed to bring their oxen, it has a dinner of rishos and shein varegel or potter in rishos harabim and keren is chayiv in rishos So it follows all the normal dinim of rishos But I hit Rav Yosef, the brayso of Rav Yosef that says you're chayiv for shein varegel in the chazer ashutafim. The chazer miuchedes the peros, the miuchedes That's a chazer where yes, it's own joint by the two of them, by the Mazik and the Nizik, but it's, it's, it's a jointly owned property where they had an agreement that they're only allowed to bring peros there. They're not allowed to bring shvarim there. And one of them went and brought a, a shar. So the gabi damages of Shane, it's a chatzar ha-nizik because the Nizik was in the right by having his peros there. The Mazik was in the wrong by having his shar there. And therefore, are uh, you going to be chayv and Shane Varegel in such a case, even though uh, it's a chatzar ashutafim. And they can it's Meduyuk in the Lashon of the Bryces this way. The Ketani Hacha, because in the Bryce that Rav Yosef brought, that's Mechayiv for Shein Varegel in the Chatzra Shutafim. It says Chatzra Shutafim Veha Pundak. So Dumya the Pundak. It's similar to a Pundak that it serves, uh, a Pundak is meant for merchants that are coming with their uh, with their items to sell. So who brings Behemos into a Pundak? That is, uh, you, you would never do that. That would be a terrible idea. The animals would damage all the merchandise that people are bringing. So when it Puts chatzar shutafim in the same category as a pundak. We must be talking about the type of chatzar shutafim where animals are not welcome, where only uh, peros are welcome. The katani hasam, and yet the brayso of Shimon Lazar that patters for shame varegel and chatzar shutafim says chatzar shutafim vehabika. So uh, that's similar to a bika. Just, uh, that a bika is a rishos where everyone goes and brings their animals to graze. So the chatzra shutafim in that context must be a place where they're both allowed to bring their animals. And if they're both allowed to bring their animals, it has a din of rishos harabim, which is pater b'shem v'regel and chayiv and karen. So shmamina. So it's muchach. This diuk is very clear that we could be mitaritz the stira and the brisos that the chatzra that they're both allowed to bring peros and shvarim into is considered rishos harabim, and therefore you're 
potter machine regal. A chatzah that they're only allowed to bring peros into and they're not allowed to bring oxen into is considered Rishos HaNizik and you're going to be chayiv shein v'regel. So it's not a stira at all. So the Gemara says, well, wait a second. Uh, can, does this make sense? This svara to be miyashiv, the brises, that a chatzah that's miyuchedus to peros but not for shvarim is considered a Rishos HaNizik. Maskler v'zeira, kivin to miyuchedus to peros, habi'inan mir b'steacher. Wait a second. If it's a chatzah to miyuchedus for both of them to bring peros and that's why you want a pot Regal, uh, but you need, in order to be chayyav for Shein Varegel, you need a beer b'steacher, that the nezik should be in steacher, not in the chatzar mazik. Veleko, but that's not, that's not what you have over here, because this chatzar belongs equally to the mazik, legabe peros. How can you call that steacher? Meaning, if they're both allowed to bring peros into this chatzar, how can you say, oh, it's the nizik's chatzar? No, it's not. It's not steacher. It's the mazik's chatzar also. He's equally allowed to bring peros into it. So, Amalai Abai, Abai responds, the Mazik didn't bring Peros. The Mazik had his Shar in there. So Legabe of Shar, he had no rights. And Legabe, the, 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 that which got damaged, the, the Nizik's Peros, he had rights. The Nizik had rights to bring his Peros there. So that's a Steacher. That, that qualifies as a Steacher. So the Gemara um, had, had, had mentioned that we now, we, we, uh, let's, let's cast over what we had. We had a Machlokas Amorayim whether you're chayv shein v'regel in a chatzar shutafim, and we said, oh, but there's a brisa that supports each side. That uh, one brisa says you're chayv, the other brisa says you're potter. So he said, that's not a stira in brisa. It's not supporting each side. Those brises can easily be reconciled with each other. One is talking about a chatzar shutafim where you're allowed to bring oxen, and the other is talking about a chatzar shutafim where you're not allowed to bring oxen. So now says Gemara, well, the next step then is. Maybe the Machlokas Amorayim wasn't really a Machlokas. Meaning we initially quoted Machlokas Amorayim, then thought that the Bryces each support a different side of the Machlokas Amorayim. But now we said there's no Machlokas in the Bryces. So maybe just like there's no Machlokas in the Bryces, there's no Machlokas in the Amorayim. Just like the Bryces don't disagree, and each one some is a slightly different type of Chatzar Shutafim, Amorayim Amilo Pligi. Maybe the Amorayim don't disagree either, that Rav Chista and Rav Lazar did not disagree about the Halacha. Each one said their din in a slightly different case of a chatzar shutafim. There are chistos mechayiv shein v'regel and chatzar shutafim. It's talking about a chatzar that's mishutefes only for peros, but not for shvarim, and therefore it has a din of siyachid. And Reb Lazar, who patzar shein v'regel and chatzar shutafim, is talking about a chatzar that you're allowed to bring shvarim into as well, and therefore it has the status of rishus rabim. So Amalei in, he said, yeah, yeah, it could be that the Amoraim do not disagree. Each one is talking about a different type of a chatzar shutafim. Vim tim salomar pligi, and even if you do want to say that they disagree. You could say that they don't disagree in every chatzar shutafim. They only disagree in the chatzar that's miyuchedus for peros, but not for shvarim. And what they disagree about is because Rabbi Zera b'piruka da'abayi pligi. Their whole machlokas was about Rabbi, the maskifla Rabbi Zera and the amr le'abayi that we said before. Meaning, does the fact that the mazik have the right to bring his peros in mean that it's not steyacher? Uh, it doesn't qualify as steyacher. Or do we say, no, but the mazik had no right to bring a shor in, and therefore it is steyacher. So Rabbi Zera had said, it's not steyacher if the mazik has a right to bring his shor in. Uh, so so that, that's Rabbi Lazar's Shita. Like Rabbi Zera in his kasha, that the chatzah mishutefes 
only for Peros is considered to be Rishos HaRabim where you put her and Shein Varegel. And Rav Chista said, no, you weren't allowed to bring your Shar and therefore it's like uh, like Abaye and therefore it's uh, it's a Rishos HaNizik when it comes to Shein Varegel. Okay, now the Gemara explains uh, uh, the, the uh, we can go back to the, the, the statement about the four rules, the four types of properties and we're going to explain it. So Gufa, the Bryce had said, that there are four rules that Rabbi Shimon Allah formulated when it comes to Nizakim. <laughs> if the Nizik has the right to be there and not the Mazik, Chayiv Bikal. So obviously the Mazik is going to be Chayiv for everything. So why does it say Chayiv Bikal? Al Hakal Lokatan. He doesn't say that you Chayiv for all the Avos Nizikin. El Chayiv Bakal. It says you Chayiv on a Bakal, Bekulay Nezik, which makes it sound like there is no din of Chatzin Nezik. That even a Shartam is going to pay Nezik, nezik Shalem. So, uh, so, so money, who is the Shita that holds that a Shartam? Is chayiv nezek shalim because it trespasses. I mean, if the short time goes in gores and rishos harabim, I'm only going to be chayiv chatzin nezek. But if my short time goes and trespasses into your property and damages uh, you, damages your animal there, then I'm going to pay nezek shalim. So that's Rabbi Tavrini to Amar Mishuna Karen bechatzar nezek nezek shalim shalim that 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 Karen changes once we're in the chatzar nezek once it tra- once the animal trespasses and it's going to pay nezek shalim. That is taka the sheet of Rabbi Tarfon. I. Is it re- but is this price really assuming like Rabbi Tarfon, Ema Seifa? But then you read in the fourth klal in the Brisa where we said Lola where neither one this is a simple reading of the Brisa has a right to enter there. They're both trespassers. regel. So first we have to explain what is that case exactly, and then we'll see why it's inconsistent with Rabbi Tarfon. So my Lola What does Lola mean? If it means what you think it means, meaning the simple reading, that neither the Mazik nor the Nizik has a right to be there. They're both trespassers. The Nizik had no right to put his fruits there. The Mazik had no right to bring his shard there. It belongs to somebody else. No, that can't be a case where you're chayiv and shein v'regel, because uh, in, in order to be chayiv for shein v'regel, it needs to be steacher. Steacher means the sada of the nizik, but uh, the nizik has no rights to be here either. So elapshita, so it must be that lola zeva lola when we say that it's that that the mazik and nizik do not both have rights to be there, it doesn't mean that they both don't have rights to be there. It means only one of them has a right to be there, namely the nizik. So that's what it means. Lola zeva, lola zeva, that the nizik has a right to be there and not the mazik. Okay, katani seifa. Now let's see what the klal is when you have the nizik has a right to be there and not the mazik. So tam nizik still. So that's a son rabbanon. Tamri mishuna karen nizik. So Reish Rabbi Tavon say for Rabbanon that follows the sheet of the Rabbanon who say that you still pay Chatzinazik even in the Chatzer Hanizik. So uh, so it's interesting when it came to the uh, the first klal of the Brisa. The first klal seemed to tell me that if my if my shark uh, trespasses your property and does damage, so I'm going to pay Nezik Shalim in those shartam. And then the fourth klal seems to tell me that if my shark trespasses into your property and does damage, even 
though it's a short time, I'm going to pay Nezik Shalim. It's a machlokas tanaim, and the Bryce takes both sides. So it says, we're in. Yeah, sometimes you have like that. Even though you were you were Torek to be Miyash of the Mishnah according to one Tana, go and uh, get get that out of here. You know, uh, uh, say like me, Reish Rabbi Tarfon is safer Abanan. Better to say that uh, that it's uh, that the Reish of the Bryce is going like Rabbi Tarfon, and the Sefer is going like like the Rabbanan. So that's what's happening. That the Klala Rishon is Shitas Rabbi Tarfon, the Klala Ravii is Shitas Rabbanan. So uh, the Gemara brings another Teretz to the Stira in within the Bryce itself between Klal one and Klal number four. Ravina Mishmei the Rava Amar Ravina says no, we could be Miyashiv the Stira as follows. Kula Rabbi Tarfon, the whole mission is going like Rabbi Tarfon. Again, Rabbi Tarfon holds that if my short time trespasses into your property and does damage, I'm Chayim Nezek Shalem. So what do you do with the fourth halacha then? What does it mean when we say that if it's a property that's So again, we initially thought means neither has the right to be there. Then we said, no, means the Mazik doesn't have a right to be there, but the Nizik does have the right to be there, which, which means that it's the same case as the first case of the Mishnah. So means that neither of them are allowed to bring Peros, meaning that both of them are not allowed to bring payrolls only one of them is allowed to bring payrolls there but both the Nizik and the Mazik are, uh, are allowed to bring oxen there so therefore the Lagabe Shein Havila Chatzar Nizik as far as Shein is concerned it's considered the Chatzar Nizik because only the Nizik was allowed to bring payrolls there but Lagabe Karen as far as Karen is concerned since they're both allowed to bring Shvarim there Havila Rishasarabim it's considered Rishasarabim and in Rishasarabim Karen Tam pays Chatzi Nizik and the Karen Muad pays Nizik Shalim so says Mar Ihachi if that that's the case. Why does the Bryce say Arba that there are four Klalim? Shloshahavu, there are really only three, meaning the first three. The Dinim in the fourth Klal are, are already incorporated in the first three Klalim because all the fourth Klal did is it came up with a case where it's a Chatzra and Nizik Legabe Shein and it's Chatzra Mazik Legabe and it's a Rishasarabim Legabe Karen. But we already discussed what the Din is about a Chatzra and Nizik Legabe Shein and about a Rishasarabim Legabe Karen. Sans the Gemara, Amr of Nachim Bar Yitzchak. There are only three rules, but uh, it plays out in four different places. So it's not really four separate, uh, four separate rules. Okay, now that we've explained in the, pre- in the preceding Mishnayos uh, w- what types of things have to happen in order to, for a person to be chayiv in Nezek, so the Mishnah is going to discuss uh, how you actually pay. But it's very, very cryptic, and that's what Rashi writes, that none of this Mishnah makes sense when you first read it. We'll do our best, though. Shum kesef. Shum kesef means when you assess... The Nezek, it has to be with Kesef. Um, the, uh, how much it's worth as far as Kesef. Shava Kesef, the Mazik has to pay the Nezek with, with things that are Shava Kesef, which Gemara is going to explain means Karka. Bifnei Beizdin, the Alpi Edim. You can't be Mechaiv the Mazik to pay unless two Edim came and testified how the, uh, the, 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 his Mamun did the, did the Hezek in front of a Beizdin. Bnei Chorin, those Edim need to be people who are Bnei Chorin, they cannot be Avadim. Bnei Brist, they need to be Jewish people. And by the way, women are included in Dinei Nezikin just like men are. So if a woman's uh, shor gores a man's shor, or a man's shor gores a woman's shor, it's 
it's all the same dinim. They have to pay just the same as everybody else. The uh, Achronim point out that this din does not belong in this Mishnah. Meaning, who's chayv to pay? We already discussed that. If you go Sharshal Hagdish and the Sharshal Nachri and all, that was in the preceding Mishnahis. This does not really belong over here. So the, Rosh, the Roshash writes that since the Mishnah had said, Al Piedim and Bnei Bris, and Nashim are not Bechal Bnei Bris, right? When it talks about the Edim, because Apostle Edus, so when the Mishnah says, so the Mishnah right away has to say, but by the way, Nashim Bechal Nezek, that even though in previous Mishnahis we said that only Bnei Bris are included in Dinei Nezikin, that just meant as opposed to of the Chavim, which have their own separate Dinim. It did not mean as opposed, I mean the word Bnei Bris over here by Edus is Lafuke Nashim, Bnei Bris previously was Lafuke uh, Nachrim. So we have to point out, as far as the previous use of Bnei Bris, that did not exclude women. Women are still have all the same dinim of Nizikin. Both the Nizik and the Mazik are going to have to pay the are going to have to bear some of the responsibility sometimes which seems uh, unfair sometimes that the nizik should have to bear any level of responsibility it was he, he was one that got damaged but sometimes you don't get fully reimbursed even though you know you total your car and uh, uh, the cars happen to be very very expensive nowadays so whatever the book value is can't really cover a new car for you okay sometimes you lose that as a nizik as well so now the gemara takes phrase by phrase my shum kesef what does it mean when it says shum kesef some of you the shum this Shuma that Beisdin does when they evaluate how much the Nezek was, they have to do it with Kesef and not with something else. So Tanin Allah to Tan Rabbanan. We have a Brisa that says exactly this, meaning this Brisa, um, we, uh, we rely on La'alach from based on the mission. It says in the Brisa, Parashi Zika Talis. If let's say a para damaged a Talis, it uh, trampled on a Talis and it damaged it. Or Talashi Zika Para. Someone left their Talis out and a para tripped on that talus, so the para got damaged from the talus. We do not say that uh, Beisdin is going to take the para that damaged and just give the para to the guy who owned the talus whose talus was damaged. Uh, and even if the para was worth a lot more than the nezek, uh, we don't do that. We don't say that talus papara. We don't say that uh, that you're going to take the uh, the guy, if the talus damaged the para, that the bala para just gets to keep the talus. Rather, we evaluate the, uh, the the value of the damage. How much damage was done? Was it $100? Was it $200? And then you got to pay whatever the damage was. That's how Rashi understands our Gemara. Tulsus points out that is far too obvious. Meaning like what, what would the Hava Amina possibly be that you're just going to give the guy the thing that did the damage? I, don't want, I have no interest. I, yeah, I have a talus. I'm not a person who owns cows. You're just going to give me your cow? I have no, I have no interest in your cow. What, what, what's the, the Hava Amina that you would do that? It has nothing to do with the Nezek either. Tulsus quotes in the name of Rabbeinu Tam that we're talking about a part of damage to Talus where the Chiyuv is Mishum Karen. And the Chiddush of the Mishnah is that even though a short time is Mishtali Migufo, it doesn't mean that the Nizik now is the proud owner of Chatsi of the Nizik within the Guf of the Para. That's the Chiddush. That you might think that Mishtali Migufo, when it comes to a short time, means literally Megufo, that he, he, he now has to, uh, he now becomes the proud owner of the Guf uh, as far as, uh, you know, at least uh, up until the amount that he's actually owed. So no, it doesn't actually mean 
mean that? It means that you only pay up until half the value of the uh, of the mazik, but not that you actually get half of the mazik. Shavakasev. Then we said Shavakasev. Titan Rabban, the Brisa teaches us Shavakasev, Melamit Shein, based in this Kakin, El Nechasim Sheshon Rechais. When Bezin comes to uh, the Nichsea Mazik to, to collect the Chov, they're only going to go to Karka. They're not going to be Gova from other uh, properties to pay back a Chov. Avalum Kadam, Nizik, Tafs, Metaltlin, Bezin, Gova, Lomayad. But if the Nizik comes and grabs Metaltlin from the Mazik as his payment, so Bezin can, uh, can allow him to keep that based on the value of those items that he, uh, that he took. Uh, equaling uh, that, that which he's owed. So Amr Ma'ar, Shavakas, Mlam Hashem, Bezin, Neskakal, and Chasm, Sheshon, Rechayus, my mashma, how does the word Shavakas mean karka? Meaning, uh, we have this, we, we, we have this b'risa that explains, oh, you know what the mission means when it says Shavakas, it means that Bezin's only going to collect karka. Where, where do you see Shavakas means karka? Where does the word, how do the words mean karka? So Amr Rabba Bar'ula, Dovra Shavakal Kesef. Shavakas means something that could be worth any amount of money, and when assessing the value of karka, it, it sometimes could be worth any amount of money. My new Why? Because karka doesn't have dinim of onaa. That if you pay way more than the value of the karka, we do not say the mekach is batel, and the uh, and the guy doesn't have to reimburse the money that he overcharged you, because there's no such thing as dinim of overcharging when it comes to karka. There is a machlok to show him. Mamish no such thing, or within reason no such thing. I mean, is it just not up to Ishtos, but if he double charges you, maybe double, that's a, maybe, maybe then we'd have Dinim of Onah. So that's a discussion we've shown. There's a further discussion we've shown why it is that Ain Onah of the Karkaos, the Shita of the Re, quoted in, uh, in, in Tulsa's Masaks Bab Basra, is that it's simply a Gzeris HaKasov. Um, however, uh, the Rashbam and the Sefer Achinuch write, Ain Onah Bekarkaos, because Karka doesn't really have a value. Lokeach pays a lot of Kesef for, uh, for this Sada, it's, uh, then that's what it's worth for him, that very often Karka is worth more to one person than it is somebody else, that he needs a place that's, uh, that's close to his work, he needs something that's uh, close to his other fields, or something like that. The, the Ramban Alatora and the Aliyah Surabin Yonah write that when we say Enunola Kakos, it just means you don't have to be machsir the Onaa. It just means that it's not adjudicable in court, but it does not mean that you're allowed to do that. You're not allowed to overcharge uh, and, and you're not allowed to, if you see that he's charging you too little, you're not allowed to take advantage either when it comes to Karka. So it just means that it's not something that you're going to be obligated to pay for. They seem to assume that it's Xeris HaKasuf. Avadim Ushtaros Nami Eilan Ona'a. Avadim Ushtaros also don't have Ona'a, the Gemara asks. So, uh, so, so uh, how can you say that it means necessarily Karka if uh, the word Shavakasuf just means something that could be worth anything because there's no Ona'a. Avadim also don't have Ona'a. Shtaros also don't have Ona'a. Ela Amirab Bar'ula Dovra Hanik Nebikasuf. Shavakasuf means something that one of the Darke Kinyonim to acquire it is with Kesef. Kesef is not a Derech Akinyan to acquire movable items, only Karka. Well, Frek the Gemara, same Kasha. Avadim Mishtaros Nami Niknim Kesef. But you could acquire Avadim Mishtaros with Kesef, not uh, not just with uh, Meshicha. So Ela Amravashi, third possibility. Shava Kesef, Velo Kesef, Anikulu Kesef Ninu. Shava Kesef means something that's worth Kesef, but isn't itself Kesef. All Metaltlin on some level is very much like Kesef and therefore would fit in the category of Kesef and not Shava Kesef because you can move them from one place to another. Karka is the only thing that cannot be moved, cannot be moved from one place to another and therefore it's not Kesef itself, it's only Shava Kesef. So Rami the Rav Yudabarchin Rav Huna Brei Rav Yeshua Tana, the Brisa that we had quoted said that Shava Kesef Lami Shein Bezim is Kalkilan Chasim Shishan Achrayus that Bezim is only going to collect from Karka Vatanya but we have another Brisa that says 
says that the Baal of Bar is Yishalim Kesef, Yashiv, the Baal of the Pasuk says. So the phrase Yashiv is extra because it could have just said Yishalim Kesef, the Baal of. You pay the Kesef to the, to the, to the, to the, to the Baalim. So what does that, that word Yashiv teach me? It tells me that the Mazik could pay Shavu Kesef, even Subin. He doesn't have to pay with money, with cash specifically. He could pay with uh, low grade items. So you see that you're going for the Mazik, even Metalpulin. Subin is not Karka, it's Metalpulin. So isn't that a stira? So says Marahachim Eskin, and the mission of the Bais over here are talking about Piyasmi, with Yasomim that are uh, paying uh, the, the Nizakim of their father. That uh, Bezin is Gova, only Karka from them and not Metalpulin, because Metalpulin is Yasmi, or Lama Shabdi, the Balchov, the Metalpulin that, uh, that gets handed down by Yerusha is not Meshubah to Balchov. Ibi Yasmi, well, if we're talking about Yasomim, may Mase for the Sefer goes on to say, Im Kadim Nizik Fetafas Metalpulin, Bezin Gova Lomahen, that if the Nizik goes and grabs the Metalpulin, he gets to keep it. Well, Ibi Yasmi, I'm my Bezin Man. Why would Bezin allow him to keep it? You're not allowed to collect metalton from Yisamim. So, no, the case is the guy was tofis and metalton while the father was still alive. Oh, so then the Bezin's governor, Samahan. Then we said, Bifne Bezin, that Sigmarich uh, understands that the Mishnah tells me that the karka, that your govet, that the Bezin's govet from the Mazik has to be in front of Bezin, that it has to be beyond the Mazik and not beyond somebody who had acquired it from the Mazik. That excludes the case of someone who sold those properties and then went to Bezin. So that Bezin will not collect from properties that you have since sold. Uh, that, but that's not uh, true. That Amalva is Gova from Lekuchos as well. So that can't be what it's telling me. No, when it says Bezin, it means gotta go to a legitimate Bezin. You can't go to a Bezin of Hedyotos that don't know how to uh, adjudicate a din Torah. Still always uh, good advice, even nowadays as well. Okay, so Bezashem will pick up with uh, Alpi Adin uh, tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody.